Happy birthday, Mr. Adult Man. Oh, Mom. Ugh, gross. What was Dad like? His beard was scratchy. He had a goofy laugh. I wish I'd met him. I have something for you from your dad. It's a wizard staff. I wrote this spell so I could see for myself who my boys grew up to be. This spell brings him back. Back like back to life? She wanted to meet you more than anything. Holy tooth of Zadar! How did you... I don't know! It just started! Hang on! Dad? Ah. Don't stop, Bart! Dad, you are in your house. Oh, boy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics movie review. And today we are going to be reviewing Onward. I'm your host, Christian. And as always, I'm joined by uh, my co-host, Devin. How, how's your weekend been, buddy? It's been pretty swell. It's been in the in the 60s here in, in Chi-Town. Very pleasant surprise. Yeah, I've I've been hearing some really nice, um, you know, um, weather spikes going up. It's been pretty nice down here in uh, mu- Music City as well. So, I mean, I think it's like 70s today, clear skies. It's it's nice. Good stuff. Doesn't get much better. Yeah, seriously. I, I, I can't say the same for, uh, you know, Ohio. Um, <laughs> my mom sent me a, a uh, screenshot earlier uh, this weekend, and it was just, I was like, I don't want to be there at all it was just snowing like crazy so yeah it, it was a pretty good weekend though man went to a comedy club um that was a lot of fun so now every single time <laughs> um so th- there was a uh, comedian he came on they're like aspiring comedians but this one guy was really funny and he was um talking about i guess a um a member of uh of the kkk of like his chapter or whatever uh, was found like dead in a river and i'm not sure sh- i'm not sure how um recent this was but they did a little digging and i guess they call themselves like the the head honcho of every like kkk <laughs> um chapter it's called like the grand wizard or what have you and they found out that he worked at fedex <laughs> he was like can you imagine that he's like He's like a grand wizard, this the super high authoritative power in this super racist organization works like twenty dollars an hour at FedEx. <laughs> Sounds like you should be an onward grand wizard. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but now every single time I see a FedEx truck, I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe he's a KKK member. I just don't know. They, that's really they, weird. They live in secret. They live in secret. For that is part. very true. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Um, and before we begin today's review, I uh, just wanted to let everyone know you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Google Music, um, Tune, uh, Tuner, I think it's called, no, TuneIn, YouTube, the whole nine, uh, Anchor as well. Still waiting on radio, uh, not radio, sorry, iHeartRadio to get back to me, but I haven't heard anything, so... Hopefully we'll get something this week, but uh, let me read the synopsis for Onward and the way that we'll do this, we'll have a little uh, non-spoiler section first, and then I'll play a little clip of the movie. We'll head into the spoiler section uh, for this review. 
So the uh, synopsis reads, two teenage elf brothers, Ian and Barley Lightfoot, go on a journey to discover if there's still a little magic left out there in order to spend one last day with their father who died when they were too young to remember him. And this was directed by uh, Dan uh, Scallion and produced by Corey Ray. And some of the cast members, as everyone well knows, would be Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, uh, Julia Lewis uh, Defray, so on and so forth. Oh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Dreyfus. I'm sorry. I do apologize. We don't, we don't want these Seinfeld fans out here coming at your neck like Jared. <laughs> yeah seriously though and i i do apologize and as well as octavia spencer playing the manticore so um i just wanted to get uh what, like what were your initial thoughts about the movie uh Devin? you know going into it and you know the, the whole build up to when when you uh saw it in theaters even just hearing that synopsis it's just like such a emotional concept for a movie just trying to get one last day with a, a past passed away loved one it's just it's kind of crazy to think about and the way that they can try to put that into a a nice happy Pixar movie but of course they're Pixar so they find a way to make it and (laughs) yeah it's um it was just a nice journey I'd say yeah I I would definitely agree um I wasn't I, I didn't know what to expect from this movie going in um you know I heard it got really great reviews and you know some people are already trying to compare it to um Soul that's coming out, I think, this year as well. Uh, a lot of people were, people were saying that Soul is supposed to be the better of the two, but I would agree with uh, with you, Devin. This um this movie definitely hit home uh, for me. Uh, for someone who has uh, lost my father when I was uh, very young, so I was you know I've, I I related to this movie a lot, um, and you know the whole brotherhood aspect as well. It just you know it's just all about family, and um, you have Ian uh, who is played by um <clears throat> excuse me oh my gosh i'm tom holland wow i'm like blanking on his name so peter tom parker holland, peter parker peter Par- Par- parker yeah um so ian's character you know he's very timid he doesn't you know he he doesn't it seems like he doesn't have a lot of confidence in himself and he wants to change that but between the two brothers um uh, between ian and barley barley is played by chris pratt barley's uh was you know he was old enough to remember their father before he passed, but Ian never got to meet his father. So um, it's, it is, it is, it's a very, very powerful story. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's so, I mean, I guess like, how, how are you feeling towards the en- end of the film? Cause honestly, I was, I was tearing up there a, a little bit. It was yeah, pretty, I, definitely, uh, I definitely had some tears popping up here and there for sure. And this is uh Pixar's, um, most recent film prior to what was the last one? Was it Toy Story Four? I think. I so. think. Yeah, for Pixar, I think it was. So, I mean, I guess between the two, which one did you enjoy? Um, I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, onwards, most recent, so it's kind of on my, on my mind more than Toy Story. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I, I, I really like the entire cast here. You know, everyone just, everyone's um, personality, personality, excuse me, kind of just meshed in, you know, like so well. And it, it was a very simple story with just a lot of a, a little bit of heartache. And it, it's I, I don't know how they do it, man, but they just that 
Uh, that, that third I, I, knew, act, I knew I recognized that voice. What? Remember the um, there he was at that fast food restaurant, and then someone came up and said that he was friends with his dad in college. Yeah, yeah, um, that was Wilmer Valderrama. Was it? What? Oh, I okay. I, I there I recognized we go. It. Yeah. Oh, that that, that kind of hit me when he's like, oh, he's like, you know, my dad. You know, he's he's wearing the sweat sweatshirt and whatnot. But um, did you want to uh, touch on anything else before we get into spoilers at all? Because I know we were kind of, you know, touching the water. Yeah, we're here. we're getting pretty close to spoiler territory. So time yeah, dive in. <laughs> all right, everyone. So that was like a super quick non-spoiler uh, talk for onward. Uh, right now, we're going to get into our spoiler talk for the movie. Um, I'm going to play a quick clip of the film and then we'll head straight into spoilers all right we're gonna get warrior z90 spin let me hear you say i'm a mighty warrior i'm a mighty warrior morning mom lazy down bad dragon back to your lair Happy birthday, Mr. Adult Man. Oh, Mom. Hey, buddy, don't wipe off my kisses. What? You're wearing your dad's sweatshirt. Oh, you know, finally fits. Oh, my little chubby cheeks is all grown okay, up. Okay, okay, Mom, I gotta <laughs> eat something before school. All right, and we're back. So from here on out, spoiler talk talk uh, the entire way. So it's, um, yeah, man. So this movie... um. It did, it did such a good job of diverting expectations, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, there were so many, like, tropes and cliches that they easily could have gone into, but they seem to have found a good way to, to make you think one thing and then another thing happens, especially revolving around everything that happened with Barley, because I really didn't see any of that coming. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see I, I didn't see a lot of, you know, when he's like, oh, you know, we gotta we have to take... Um, the uh, off the beaten path when it comes to you know finding this uh, stone to resurrect the other half of their um the the upper the torso of their father and you know it leads them all the way back to um their high school and I, I really like how this film um it, sorry I'm like you know thinking about two different things at once but um you, like you said you know sub- subverting expectations I really like how this film you know it it establishes itself and tells you you know this is clearly a magical world and you know it shows how much the world has changed and and like I guess you can say this is like bright but better in a way you know what I mean kind of sort of a, a brighter like, bright a brighter bright yeah <laughs> exactly and it's you know it, it does such a good job of explaining how you know this magical and fantasy this uh, fantasy world became so you know they started taking um you know their culture is a lot like ours you know they, they start off with like wizards and there's centaurs everywhere you know like you know, they relied so much on magic and now they're like well why can I do like, why should I rely on magic when, you know, we've had so many advances in technology and the magic's kind of still there, but it's like kind of sort of forgotten. Yeah. But I really like the the world and setting they chose here because obviously fantasy, like, like elves, like that type of world has been done before, but it's never really been done in modern times. Obviously bright is the only other one I can think of, but I really, (laughs) I really like that combination of fantasy and modern times. 
Yeah, yeah, and and that is what I liked about Bright. I like that concept, but definitely, I think Onward does a lot better job. Um, <laughs> clearly, but yeah, I mean this this whole movie when it comes to and you know as I was saying before, he's not very sure of himself, and the fact that you know they kind of molded his bigger brother into a father, you know, the father figure that Ian essentially grows grows up with because you know, since their father um, has passed since the beginning of the movie, I really liked that kind of, hey, you know, even though your dad's not here, there's a lot of qualities within your other family members that, you know, your 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 brother is playing two roles here in, in a sense, you know, being yeah. a father figure and being your brother, which I really, really liked. Yeah, and they were like dropping seeds for that throughout the whole movie. You could kind of pick up on like, like yeah, you could just see how happy um, Browley was for Ian whenever something like good would happen. Like he finds out he can do magic, and then Browley is like Browley is like Barley, I should say, is all pumped <laughs> up, and he's just like he's just so happy for him. In a lot of movies, if your little brother gets magic and you don't, the older <laughs> brother would be pretty mad. Yeah, but you could just see how supportive he was and how much he cared. Yeah, and especially when you know he Barley is the quote unquote screw up of you know the family or what does he take what what did his mom say i think he said uh she said this is like the longest gap year ever ever. yeah but like i really liked barley's character because you know he's you know he he's he's kind of like the embodiment embodiment of like a nerd or like someone who plays D D. he knew so much you know about you know the the abilities that wizards have and he was very passionate about it very very passionate and you know he was he was essentially a nerd and i really liked his beat up car because it's like it's it's just so relatable because my car is like a piece of crap right now but whatever Uh, (laughs) but uh it's it is um and i really liked um the mom as well you know they like you know they this like i feel like the movie it not necessarily moves slower during the beginning but I, it does take a little bit of time for them to get, you know, to their actual adventure. But um, as you were saying earlier, you know, with um, the, uh, the the friend that knew their father when the, at, at the coffee shop, you know, it's it's just it's very comforting to hear good things about, you know, someone that you've quote unquote lost, because even though Ian didn't really know his father, and, you know, he's asking people throughout the movie, like, what else can you tell me about my dad? Because I know absolutely nothing. And, you know, it was it was it was a nice touching moment for him. Gave, and gave and him a little he, bit. he writes down on the checklist, be like dad. I was like, yeah, oh, that's that's a tear right there. Yeah. And, you know, he he, try, he he attempts, you know, he's writing down his little list of things that he wants to do, you know, be more outgoing, speak up. And, you know, he's learning all these things throughout the movie. But, you know, I, I like, you know, he it's not that he just tries once and then kind of like gives up because, you know, he's constantly put in these same situations over and over and over. And, you know, he's so desperate to see his father that, you know, what, what was it? I think Barley said there was three things that he remembered about his dad, but he never really talked about the fourth, which was, you know, right before his dad passed. He never got to say goodbye that I didn't expect you know, and to say, you know, you, you know, you say your final goodbyes to dad. Yeah, that's that's the part that like really surprised me because halfway through the movie, I was like a hundred percent sure that that um, Barley was going to sacrifice himself or whatever in order mm. to give Ian the time because that's yeah. just what it seemed like it was going for. But then they kind of 
kind of give you a nice twist at the end and, and Ian and recognize that, um, that Barley didn't have a father figure like Ian has in Barley. Right. Yeah. It's, um, it, it, it tore me apart. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is honestly too much for me right now. But my theater, you know, the people I, I went, my, my crowd, you know, there, there, there was a few younger kids, a few older, you know, people around our age, but everyone really seemed to enjoy this a lot. Yeah. Um, I know it's not making as much as Pixar would have hoped, but I feel like that's kind of like, I mean, normally when a Pixar movie came out, it was more of like a big event, but you know, with, with the advancements in technology and it, it looks fantastic. Like it, it, just, it always looks so good. I don't know how yeah. Pixar has mastered it. So well. it's crazy. Like even like, you know, when, he, when uh, um, Ian's wearing like a sad sweatshirt, when it, comes, it was, but there's always, you know, Pixar always has um, a little Easter egg, um, and obviously I didn't notice it because I only watched it once. Um, I, I would definitely like to watch it again, but they always drop like an Easter egg of what their next film will be. We already know that it is Soul, which is um, kind of like Coco when, you know, Pixar normally doesn't do musicals or songs within, you know, their movies, but I feel like they're starting to kind of venture away from that. But yeah, it, it looked great. It's, I mean... Box office wise, it's you know, as I was saying before, as I mean, far it's, as it's doing well, but it just isn't doing well compared to other Pixar movies, which is right. very high bar. Right. It's at yeah. sixty-eight million worldwide currently. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, I, I'm I'm fine with that. You know, I'm I'm not one to judge a movie all based off of its you know box office because you know I I personally don't think like obviously when it comes to you know if you want a sequel to be made, yes, box office plays a big role but the quality of the film like you know when we um when i think when blade runner 2049 came out or dr sleep both of those films were really really good quality wise you know great stories and what have you but the you know the box office numbers just weren't there which kind of stinks but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad movie it's just a lot i mean especially with uh blade runner 2049 that's more of a sci-fi um you know themed movie and not a lot of people are into sci-fi so that makes sense but i really do like how you know this is this is a bright 2.0 this this is everything that bright you know when it came to world building should have been instead of trying to make it more of like oh like we got to make like a race thing you know like the elves are on top and you know they're they're um, succeeding above the rest. So there's elves, there's orcs, there's, you know, pixies, there's fairies. And for the longest time, everyone kept saying, oh, yeah, that one troll movie. And I'm like, no, they're they're elves. <laughs> but, I mean, I can't remember the last time I really saw Blue Elf. But, oh, I guess I could in a video game. But uh, anything else you wanted to touch on? Um, I guess I'd, I would do or- like the world building, but I kind of wish they – did a little bit more as far as the different type of creatures and stuff like they did. Yeah. They did elves and pixies and they did, um, the manticore and a lot yeah. of, <laughs> um, half horse, half man. I forgot what they're called. Yeah. But yeah. The, the, uh, send, uh, centaurs. Yeah. yeah. But I, I would have definitely would have liked a, a few more things here and there other than that. Um, I think that the music was a little lacking. Obviously, it's not a musical or anything, but right. it feels like whenever there was an important scene or moment, they just played like a generic rock song, which, which yeah. made sense and it, it works, but I think it could have been better. 
Especially the I, scene yeah. where, where they're dancing with their dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. Could, yeah. It should have been had, more of a... If they would have had like an original song there, it could have hit harder. It did, it did still hit, but it could have hit harder. Right. Yeah, and I, I definitely... um I, I would have to agree with you uh, there as far as uh, cons um, are concerned. Um, I'm trying to think what else... Um, I love I, mean, I love I, at the end where the dragon has the the dragon <laughs> in its face. As soon as back, you back turn around, a good laugh in the theater. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, so terrible!" And then <laughs> the eyebrows came on. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is crazy." Um, it's just I, a great I, way to create the uh, the final <laughs> boss, if you if you like to say. Like, yeah. Oh, kid, kids loved it. They they ate it up. But like you know, this this film wasn't. It wasn't, you know, to the point where it's like, oh, Song of the Hedgehog. It's such a, like a generic, just basic, oh, you know, um, you got to help Sonic find his way home. But sometimes that works because, you know, within a lot of fantasy uh, movies, even with the Lord of the Rings, like the main goal is to is to destroy. It's to take the ring to Mount Doom and destroy it. Like that is that is the number one goal. That that is the premise of the of the entire trilogy. And when it, when it comes to a movie like this, it's just, um, you know, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like Sonic, you know, it, it had, it has adult moments it has kid funny mo- moments, but it wasn't like super kiddie to where no one could enjoy it. And that's why I really appreciate about Pixar. You know, they, they make these films for everyone. It's obviously, you know, it's, it's rated PG, but you know, I, I feel like it, this has a very strong family message that a lot of adults can, you know, take from and, you know, that, that brotherly bond that they have, especially if, if you have like, you know, a, a older or younger uh, sibling, what, whether it be like a brother or sister, this is something you can definitely relate to. Yeah, definitely. But, especially the, the brotherly, brotherly bond that they yeah. showed. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like the, um, you know, the, the uh, frozen version with brothers, but yeah. you know, it's Pixar instead of Disney. So. Yeah, <laughs> I was also kind of curious how they were gonna fit the title into the movie, but I think it it worked. They just they had his his drive be O <laughs> yeah. instead of D, or yeah. onward, and, yeah. and the, the over underlying message being that if if someone you love passes away, you don't want everyone to forget them, but they they would like you to move on and go onward, which I kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would have to agree with that absolutely, man. Because and I was kind of you know it wasn't and it wasn't just like a, oh like hey like this is what the oh like you know onward means like it wasn't like in your face it was it was such a passive line that he's like oh he's he's like go to oh for onward and then like boom like that was pretty much it and you know they don't really touch on the theme of why it's called onward like. You know, like in your face. Oh, like you know, if you haven't figured it out already, blah 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 X Y and Z. So, um, but yeah, I I can't. I'm trying to think of like more besides you know the um a little bit more world building. Um, I'm trying to think of more of like a con to this movie because I think the at the end the the just kind of balance the it well out, you know? the well being the answer was kind of weird. Like just going yeah, because like it was there the entire time. Because didn't uh, Barley get arrested from that well during yeah. the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Um, and I guess the curse was kind of. I mean, 
the curse was just a curse. I feel like that was just like, oh, you know, they tried to steal this other stone. Or I went, like, I, was, I guess I was trying to figure out why the original, um, I'm just going to call it the Amber Stone because I can't remember the actual name of it. Um, why the first Amber Stone broke. The like maybe The MacGuffin, yeah. And I was like, maybe it's because it's so old and, you know, um, I, I don't know. It, it kind of just broke, just broke. Maybe just, it, it might have been, you know, um, paid towards the fact that Ian, you know, he has, you know, wizard's blood or, you know, he's a quote unquote wizard. Um, maybe just due to his inexperience, but, um, we, we never like, and, and I like how we, we actually get to see that, you know, what the dad looks like in the very beginning of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of to hear his voice. Yeah. Instead of just saying, Oh, like, because everyone's be like, will be like so curious, like, oh, like, what does her dad look like? What does her dad look like? Can you, like, literally right off the bat, we already see what he like looks like. Like a Detective like, Pikachu reveal. Oh just Ryan God. Reynolds. I still don't understand. Like, I, as much as I love, like that movie, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a great video game movie. But, like, how do you, like, it, <laughs> he's your dad. Your dad is this, Pikachu. Your dad is Pikachu. It sounds exactly like your father. And you can't put two and two together. Like, why does this Pikachu sound exactly like it my dad? It has an amazing voice like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, that beautiful, beautiful Canadian. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, is there anything else you wanted to, um, you know, pros or cons you wanted to touch on before we uh, give our scores? I really like the the foreshadowing they, they put throughout the movie, just different moments that you could kind of um, see they were building towards, like the splinter thing. They, they got splinters multiple times. And then at the end, he uses a splinter yeah. to, to create, create a like a staff. Yeah, that yeah. was actually pretty sweet. I like that. And I think the one part, um, what really actually killed me when, um, when Ian's kind of doing like the, the projection of like their stepfather, who was actually pretty funny. He's just yeah. like a super lazy centaur. And, and, and that, that was another reason. Yeah, that, was for really, that was a really smart way for them to bring out the, the tension between the two brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and I really liked how, you know, he's he's a copy, he's a centaur. So and you know, they're like, Oh, why do you drive? I mean, you know, uh I think Barley was talking about like how fast centaurs um can go like on their own speed with, with their own four legs. And um their stepfather's like, Well, I have a car, why do I need to, you know, do that anymore? And that's kind of like the whole you know, you're, you're, you're born with these legs, you know, you, you are a mythical, magical, like fantasy creature, but, but he's driving a car instead, which is, I guess, you know, a whole stereotype that quote unquote cops are lazy or, you know, they sit around eating donuts, you know, during steakhouse all day and, you know, gain, gain those extra pounds, but it is what it is. But I really liked, um, when Ian was like portraying, he kind of casted that, uh, um, portraying spell when it was like their stepfather when uh they got pulled over by the cops and um he had in order to keep up the illusion that's the word i was looking for um you know ian had to not lie Mm -hmm. but you know when he was talking about um his brother not being like a screw up or whatever it was or disappointment i can't remember the exact word and then that kind of hit me, you know, when it was like, oh, like my, my little brother thinks that I'm a screw up because, you know, of, of the character that Barley is. But I kind of like how they they 
you know, they, they, they worked it out. So, yeah. And I love the montage towards the end where, where <laughs> Ian realizes that, that the, his checklist was all fulfilled with the adventure he was on with his brother. Yeah, that, that, that definitely. And, and I really, I really like how we kept going back to the checklist checklist because, and, and you can just, you can see it through, you know, when Tom Holland acts, you know, we've seen him on screen, but this is more of his first, uh, well, not his first, um, his first, uh, we don't, we don't want to talk about the other one. What, what was it? Was that spies in disguise? Oh, there's also, um, do little. Oh, I forgot about Doolittle. Oh my god! I actually hear yeah. Spies in Disguise is pretty good. Yeah, I yeah, I was gonna say I I heard it was actually really good. I think it's him and Will Smith. Um, but you know, this is one of his first uh, voice actors. Or his third uh, with Onward, and even even with his his voice and just the it, it the the characters fit so well. And it was it wasn't like a Lion King situation where it's like oh I I hear. Um, Beyonce's voice but like the character that she's playing on screen doesn't match up with like yeah you know her character would sound like that like their voices blended in so well with their characters and when he's crossing off his list you can kind of just you can hear it in his voice how like disappointed he is for you know not achieving his goals and not moving onward towards the things that he would like to do to become a better person but yeah, that, that was that was that was a good time. Absolutely, um, I kind of felt like Chris Pratt was just doing a Jack Black impression, but I kind of liked it. Yeah, kind, kind of, sort of, but it, it it works. You know, he was very his his brother was nothing but supportive, and you know that that is something definitely you know fathers are supposed to do. And he's like, hey, and he's, you know, he's like, dad's not around, but you know, I can be that father figure that you've never had so it was it was a great movie man i i really really enjoyed it um are you ready to uh, get into scores yeah so out of uh 100 elves what would you give <laughs> onward i would like to give onward 85 pixies Ooh, 85 okay i was actually i was gonna go with an 85 myself oh, so wow. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get, I'll just give it a little bit extra. I'll, I'll, I'll bump it up a little bit, just, just an 87, just, to, you know, cause it, it's, you know, when a lot of, like, as I spoke earlier about more like the personal journey and how it hit, you know, it affected me as a viewer. I, I really just enjoyed it that much more. And yeah, it's, it, just, it might not more. be an instant Pixar classic, but it's still right. like, really good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this and between between this and Toy Story, I I feel like I really did like Toy Story four, but you know, again with Toy Story three was so good, and you know the the theme of you know in the finality of it was so amazing. I mean, I did like Toy Story four, but I think I liked Onward just a little bit better. Um, not like you know a whole lot, but just just a little bit better when it comes to Pixar uh, rankings. But I've actually never really uh, done a Pixar ranking. Maybe we should do that sometime. Yeah, just have a nice little uh, top ten or something or other. But yeah, so eighty five out of one hundred from Devin and eighty seven out of one hundred from me uh, for Onward, and that pretty much wraps up our review of the film. If you haven't checked it out yet, um, you know we we implore you, implore you to go uh, watch it. It's it's a great family film full of you know a lot of laughs a lot of tears and what have you it looks freaking fantastic and it's just 
But like you said, it's just so mind blowing how beautiful these worlds that Pixar. If you created. look in the background, sometimes it looks like real life. Yeah, like it's it's scary. Like they they put so much work into this, and it's just wow. Like it's it's just something. It feels like you can just jump into the screen and be a, a part of this, you know, expanded universe. Um, there's a lot of like theories out there saying that, like you know, there's like the Pixar theory where everything's connected i'm like i guess that's cool but i mean they kind of already have the mcu for that i mean if they really want to do that with pixar they can i just view them more as like little easter eggs between each movie um but like there's a lot of crazy fan theories for pixar out there but um yeah that pretty much does it again you can listen to our uh review of onward and you can actually listen to our um latest news review where we where we talk about um, the Last of Us HBO miniseries. I'm not sure if it's a miniseries or not. They haven't really um, covered that. And, you know, we talked a little bit more about Star Wars Shocker and um, New Batmobile came out. So that was pretty cool. And what else did we talk about? I can't remember our other third. Um, oh, the coronavirus affecting oh, yeah. um, the uh, new James Bond film. So all that um, and more is in our latest news uh, review. And so, you know, we'll uh, hopefully have some really nice topics topics to touch uh, talk about um, this coming up week. And I think our next movie review is The Hunt, I believe so. We get, we get two very random movies next week, The Hunt and Bloodshot. Oh, I don't know if I want to see Bloodshot, dude. <laughs> I'll probably I mean, see both. I mean, I'll, I, still, I still have to see The Way Back. I, I've been extremely busy this weekend, so I got to... I, I gotta watch the uh, the the Fleck the Affleck do his little, you know, feel. I heard it's pretty good, so I'm definitely looking into that. So yeah, between the Hunt and Bloodshot, um, we'll just figure out if we're gonna review both or one or the other. So you'll, anyone who follows us on Twitter or Instagram, that's um, Film Optics and Optics is spelled O P T I X. Uh, for those who want to give us a follow on there. Um, But that pretty much does it, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.